Greetings. I'm so happy that you have found this podcast. I'm so happy that you can just sit and listen. So whether you're walking, running, working out, or traveling, these are some of the best times to listen to God's word being spoken over you. You know, we have the power of life or death in our tongue. We serve a God who created the universe, who spoke the universe into existence. He said, let there be light and there was light. He created man, he created woman, and he said it was good. His creation is good and he did it by the power of his words. Well, he dwells within us and his creative power resides deep down in us. And sometimes we just have to stir up that gift and speak our life into existence. You know, I'm in the process of writing my second book and as I write the story of how I went from depression and wanting to kill myself and choosing how I was gonna kill myself, I was just in a state of darkness, completely lost. I had been lied to from the enemy of this world that checking out was the best way, the easiest way. And when I went to actually commit the act, you know, my, my mind and my body physically went back there to the year of 2004 into my master closet in Portland, Oregon. And, uh, you know, what changed was eventually when I surrendered all and let God have his way, I changed my world by speaking and that's what you have the power to do. And, and I remember arguing with God that I couldn't even open the Bible, let alone read his word, let alone read it out loud. No, God, I can't put voice to your word. But God kept nagging me and he said I had to put voice to his word. Later down the road, um, a long later down the road, it wasn't an easy road, but um, God completely changed my world. What I was speaking out loud what I was saying was that my life was going to look unrecognizable and sure enough today it does but it didn't happen by a magic wand it happened by speaking the promises of God out loud and eventually it didn't start out this way but eventually believing them that they were for me too because at first I crossed my fingers closed my eyes like genie in a bottle and just hoped and wished that these words, these promises were for me too. No matter what I had done and no matter how I felt about myself, I could claim these promises. And that's what I want to do with you here today is claim these promises. Now through depression and all of that darkness, I I lost everything. I lost a marriage. I lost my job. I almost lost my roof over my house that I loved so much and really just felt like I lost everything. And God somehow miraculously had a financial windfall for me and through that financial windfall the anointing of that I wrote down what I did and I prayed it out loud and that anointing flowed to other people who needed a financial windfall and this is true for anything if somebody was healed of an ailment that anointing can flow through someone else who has that same ailment so if you've been healed from cancer or you've been healed from whatever it is you have an anointing and you can lay hands on or you can pray for stand in the gap for that person who has cancer or whatever there's anointing that flows and so out of that anointing that fell on me miraculously uh, this is what I came to Uh, share with you. 
So I just want to remind you that if we will do our part and start speaking blessings over our lives and the lives of those around us and in every area, God will provide everything that we need to live the life of abundance that he wants us to have. We have authority. We have victory. We have dominion, power, peace, joy, this overflow, patience, love, a strong will, a sound mind, self-control, prosperity, wisdom, righteousness, abundance, and everything else in his kingdom. They're all ours. And I'll remind you that your dad owns it all. We have the inheritance of a king. You are the son or the daughter of a king. And our help, our resources, they come from him. Nobody else, nothing else, no thing, no thing, nothing else, but him. He's the creator of the universe. And he's your father. And all of what he has is available to you 24-7, 365 days a year for all eternity. And so I just want to say amen. And I want to just claim this together. And so I just pray that the following declarations sink deep down into your heart and mind. And that they will become a reality in your life as you claim them each day. Or just push play and let me claim them for you. Speak blessings over your life. Speak blessings over your friends, your church, your city, your state, your nation, this world, and all of the leaders. We should be praying for our world. We should be praying for our leaders. And just remember that a blessing really isn't a blessing until it's spoken out loud and it's claimed. Our words, their spirit, and therefore creative. And again, God created the universe by his word and he dwells within us. And that same power that same power dwells within us. And so just letting our words be seed as we create our world today. So I want you to make room in your life for the following blessings. I used to say these every single day after I got out of the pit and I was on my way to the palace. This is what I claimed every single day. And I can tell you, friend, that God is a keeper of his word and they do not come back void. I declare today that we are blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and we have a clear direction for our lives. I declare that today we are blessed with creativity, courage, ability, and abundance. I declare today that we are blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I declare that today we are blessed with great and saved family members, with great and saved friends, with divine health, with divine faith, favor, and fulfillment. I declare that today we are blessed with success, with supernatural strength, promotion, and with divine protection. I declare that today we have supernatural, miraculous debt cancellation. I declare that today the devourer in me and my family has already been rebuked and reversed and that blessings are flowing into each of our lives. I declare that today we are blessed with an obedient heart and with a positive outlook on life. I declare that today any curse that has ever been spoken over me or my family, any negative or evil word that has ever or will ever come against us is broken right now in the name and by the blood of Jesus. I declare that today we are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the country. We're blessed when we come in 
And we are blessed when we go out. I declare that everything we put our hands to do is going to prosper and succeed. I declare that our hands have already touched. What they have touched has already prospered. And I declare that where we will lay the soles of our feet is ground that we will possess. Where we have already walked, it is already ours. I declare that today we are blessed. It is already done, and I thank you, Father, in the power of your name and the power of your blood. Amen and amen. Glory to the highest name, the King of kings and the Prince of peace. Amen and amen. Thank you for letting me claim that over you. The second part of this is pretty lengthy. You probably won't listen to it all in one sitting, but I'm going to go from Genesis to Revelation, and I'm going to claim scripture over a financial harvest, specifically uh, for your finances, what the word of God says about the abundant life that you're supposed to live. We're supposed to live this abundant life with no lack, and it doesn't it doesn't just mean finances. It means no lack means nothing broken, nothing missing. And so I'm going to claim nothing broken and nothing missing, no lack over you and your family's life, starting in Genesis and finishing in Revelation. Father God, we stand on every one of these promises that you have given us, and we praise you for your word. We praise you that it doesn't come back void. We praise you that what your word sends forth is accomplished, and you are not a God who can lie. You are not man, you're God, and you cannot lie. So this is your word, and we just simply send it back to you. Genesis 9 says to be fruitful and multiply. Verse 3 says, I give all to you. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And he gave him a tenth of all. Your reward shall be very great. Walk before me and be blameless and I will multiply you exceedingly. 1814 says, is anything too difficult for the Lord? Indeed, I will greatly bless you. I will greatly multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Wow. This is verse 18. I want to read that to you again. And in your seed, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. 26.12 says, Isaac sowed into the land and reaped the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. Verse 13 says, and the man became rich and continued to grow richer until he became very wealthy. But as for you, You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. Exodus 23, 16. Observe the feast of the harvest of the first fruits of your labor. From what you sow in the field, also the feast of the ingathering at the end of the year when you gather in the fruit of your labors from the field. The Lord will send an angel to guard you along your way and bring you into a place which he prepared. 
obey his voice. I will be an enemy unto your enemies, says the Lord, and an adversary to your adversaries. Bring you to the land, destroy your enemies, serve the Lord, and he will bless your bread and your water. Remove sickness, no lack. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will cause your enemies to turn their backs to you. Verse 30 says, I will drive them out before you little by little until you become fruitful and take possession of the land. 25 verse 2 and 3 says to raise a contribution for me from gold, silver, and bronze. 34, 24, for I will drive out nations before you and enlarge your borders. Leviticus 26 says, I shall give you rains in their season, in their season. Live securely in your land, peace in your land. No one will make you tremble. Your enemies will fall before you. I will turn toward you and make you fruitful and multiply you. Clear out the old because of the new. Deuteronomy 1.11 says, May the Lord increase you a thousandfold more than you are and bless you just as he promised. 3.22, Do not fear them, for the Lord your God is the one fighting for you. You may live and that it may be well with you and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. 713 says he will love and bless you and multiply you. He will bless the fruit of your womb. He will bless the fruit of your ground, your grain, wine, oil, increase your herd, your land in which he swore to, to give you. You shall be blessed above all peoples to live and to multiply, to go into the land and possess it. The Lord swore to give it to us. I will bring you into a good land, he says, brooks of water fountains, springs, valleys, and hills. Eat without scarcity, a land in which I will not lack anything. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. And then you shall bless the Lord. You will be satisfied and have built good houses and lived in them. That's past tense, by the way. Houses that you lived and dwelt in. Your herds and flocks will multiply and your silver and gold will multiply. And when all that you have multiplies, do not become proud and forget who led you through and brought water out of rocks. But you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you power to make wealth. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed you shall be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds. The increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Diligently obey the Lord and he will set you high above the nations of the earth to be the head and not the tail. I have set before you life and death, he says, blessings and curses. Now choose life. Whew. Amen. The splendor of the King Clothe the majesty 
Let all the earth rejoice. Let all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light. And darkness tries to hide. It trembles at his voice. It trembles at his voice. How great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. All will see how great, how great is our God. Age to age, he stands. And time is in his head. Beginning and the end, beginning and the end. The God had three in one. Father, Spirit, Son, the Lion and the Lamb, the Lion and the Lamb. How great is our God! Sing with me, how great is our God All will see how great, how great is our God How great is our God Sing with me, how great is our God All will sing how great Joshua 1.3 says, Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you. As far as the great sea towards the setting of the sun, that will be your territory and I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. According to your words, so be it. I gave you a land on which you had not labored, cities which you had not built, and now you live in them. You're eating of vineyards and olives, olive groves, which you did not plant. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
Second Chronicles 16.9 says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. And Nehemiah 2.20 says, The God of heaven will give you success. It doesn't say he might give you success. Nehemiah 2.20 says, The God of heaven will give you success. Psalms 1.3 In whatever I do, I shall prosper. 34.10 says, They who seek the Lord, you got to seek him. They who seek the Lord shall not be in want of any good thing. The Lord be magnified who delights in the prosperity of his servant. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. One of my favorite verses, 37.4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. The humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. We went through fire. We went through water. Yet you brought us into a place of abundance, wholeness in every area. He leads the prisoners out to prosperity, but the rebellious dwell in a parched land. 112.3 says the wealth and the riches are in his house and his righteousness endures forever. 115 says, may the Lord give you increase, you and your children. Proverbs 3.9 says, honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first of all your produce. Do not despise a thief if he steals. When he is found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have, have to give up all the substance of his house is a blessing of the Lord. That makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. That's 10.22, Proverbs 10.22. It's the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. You can have abundance, you can have it all and have joy. God is an and God. You can have both. 8.17 says, those who diligently seek me shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold and even pure gold. And my yield, the choicest silver, to endow those who love me with wealth that I may fill their treasuries. There is one who scatters, yet increase all the more. The generous man will be prosperous, and he who waters will he himself be watered. The wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. Verse 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. Be careful of your thoughts. Be careful of your words. 28.13 says, He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Moving into Ecclesiastics 10.19, it says, Men prepare a meal for enjoyment, and wine makes life merry, and money is the answer to everything. Isaiah 48.17 says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit and lead you in the way you should go. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. You shall not fear and from terror it will not come near you. Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. You know there's a translation that says no weapon has even ever been invented against you. It's not even been formed. Isaiah 55.2 says to delight yourself in abundance. 
so shall my word be, which goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire. Jeremiah 17, 7 says, Blessed is he who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They're plans to prosper you and not to harm you. They're plans to give you a hope and a future. I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and from the places where I have driven you, and I will bring you back. Lamentations, the Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. And great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence. For my hope is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, and I will not be shaken. On God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock, my refuge is God. You have called 
Daniel 9.23 says this, As soon as you begin to pray, an answer was given, which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed, meaning highly valued, prized. And you see that beginning as soon as you begin to pray. The answer was given. Hallelujah. Joel 2.21 says, Do not fear, rejoice, and be glad. The Lord has done great things. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. God is a restorer. Hallelujah. Malachi, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse and test me at this. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing until it overflows, and then I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it may not destroy the fruits of the ground, says the Lord. Who wants the windows of heaven to be opened up to you? Isn't that awesome? And, you know, that's the one thing that God says to test him at is to bring the tithe into the storehouse. And I know 10% is Old Testament. God wants you to live a life of freedom. I hope that we can live off 10% and tithe 90%. That's sort of our, our goal. But that's a personal thing with you and the Lord. But I want you and I to enjoy the windows of heaven being opened up. And he says to bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that he would not open up the windows and pour, not sprinkle, <laughs> not drop, not a dollop, but that he would pour out a blessing until it overflows. And not only that, he says, and then I will rebuke the devourer. Do you ever feel like people are on all sides of you, devouring you, taking from you, and there's nothing left? Well, if your finances look like that, just test him at that and he will rebuke the devourer so that it may not destroy the fruits of the ground. Matthew 9, 29, we are in the New Testament. According to your faith, let it be to you. And 1039 says, he who finds his life will lose it and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever we loosen on earth is in heaven. I want to remind you of the power of your words. You can bind and you can loosen all day long. Bind what needs to be bound. Loosen what needs to be loosened. Mark 4.26 says, And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how, for the earth yields crop by itself, first the blade, then the head, and after that the full grain in the head. Luke 4.19 says, Proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, the year of jubilee, fulfilling this in your heart. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, 
hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be the sons of the Most High. Give and it shall be given to you, says chapter 638. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. That's the overflow. They will pour into your lap. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. Do not be afraid, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Hallelujah. It is his good pleasure to bless you. It is his good pleasure to pour, that it would be running over, and that you would have overflow. John 10.10 says that the thief comes to steal, he comes to kill, and he comes to destroy. But I have come that they may have life, says the Lord, and that they may have it more abundantly. For everything that I learned from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Lord in my name, he may give you. Acts 10.34 says, God does not show favoritism. What he did for someone else, he will do for me. And that's what I had a hard time believing deep down in my heart during my dark time is that, really God, you would do this for me after what I've done? Wow. God does not show favoritism, says Acts 10.34 Romans 4.17, call those things which do not exist as though they did. Call those things which do not exist as though they did. I dare you to praise God as if those things that you're praying for has already happened. You know, I encourage my unmarried friend who's been single for over a decade now to put a picture frame on her nightstand and put a a guy and a girl or maybe her and her smog, her sexy man of God together in a wedding portrait on her nightstand. Praise God that it's already happened. I've started putting my future dreams and visions in picture frames, my the trips that I want to go on, the people I want to bless, the foundations that I want to help. Put those in your future. Put those in front of your eyes. Call those things which do not exist as though they did. Romans 8, 17 says that we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ and we know that all things work together for the good to those who love him, to those who are called according to his purpose. It doesn't say some things, it says all things. Everything that you have gone through will not be wasted, I promise you that. If God is for us, who can be against us? We are more than conquerors through him, more than conquerors, not just a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. Let that settle in. Verse 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 13, 8 says this, oh, nothing, oh, nothing. Don't live in debt. It's not a life of freedom. Second Corinthians 3, 6 says the spirit gives life and 517 said that old things have passed away, but behold, all things have become new. God is able to make all grace abound to you, always having all sufficiency in all things. You may have an abundance for every good deed, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ.
Jesus bore my suffering to the grave to make me free. Oh, the blood that was shed in our flows to cover sin, it washes clean and pure. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us.
and other translations says beyond our wildest imaginations. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all of your wildest imaginations. That's pretty cool. Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord always, exclamation point. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. Amen. Colossians 3.2 says to set your mind on things above, not on things down here on earth. Hebrews 10.23, hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. James 1.6 says, let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, nothing wavering. Faith without works is dead. First Peter says to cast all your care upon him for he cares for you. And second Peter one, three through four says as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which you have given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. Third John 2 said, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I want to ask you, how is your soul? You know that verse doesn't say some things, it says all things. He says, I pray that you would prosper in all things. And remember that everything we touch and everywhere we lay the soles of our feet it's supposed to prosper. It's ground that we claim in Jesus' name. Our last verse, we have come to Revelations 5.10. And they will reign on earth. Verse 12 says, Worthy is a lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessings. Amen and amen. Glory to the King of Kings. Thank you, Father, for your word. It bewilders me how people live without it. But I praise you that you have led us to it. Whenever that happened, you led us to your word. And I praise you so much that together we can speak life. We can speak our worlds into existence. That you left your Holy Spirit here to guide us, to lead us, to anoint us, to cause the labor of our hands to be fruitful and that we would multiply, and that we would reign with you, that we have this inheritance and abundance while we are here on earth, and we don't have to wait till eternity to get it. I praise you, Father, for giving us an overflow, that we would have a generous heart, generous on every occasion to bless anyone at any time in any manner that we want. Out of our overflow, we can bless generously, that we can help the, the house, the house of God that we get fed in, the organizations and foundations and nonprofits that are doing your work, Father God, that are your hands and your feet, that we can save the world through our overflow, that we can rescue babies and children from orphanages, that we can rescue children and women from shelters and, and the sex trafficking industry, Father God. 
that we can release the captives and set them free, that we can heal blind eyes. We can't do this when we're down and out uh, with no money and living in lack. You've promised us a life of abundance and you've promised that it comes with joy, that there's no sorrow with it. So we praise you, Father, for that life of no lack, nothing missing, nothing broken, of overflow, of abundance, and we want our lives, we want our relationships, we want our families and our homes and our bank accounts and our investments and our everything else to glorify you, to show the world that you are a good, good father, that you own the cattle on a thousand hills, and that we know you. (laughs) We know you. We can call you dad. The creator of the universe is our dad. We just praise you. We give you all the glory. And I just thank you so much for technology and bringing us together in this way and the freedom that we live in a country of freedom where we can declare your word out loud and share you out loud. And we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. You know, when I was praying and and just realizing that our dad does really own it all. I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live, but the one-up girl, if you said, you know, your dad owned this restaurant, she'd say, oh, my dad owns the state. Um, we, You know, when people brag and they're like, you know, my dad did, well, it's like my dad kind of created the universe. So receive that, claim that. This is the dad that you can come boldly to the throne room We can go to the Holy of Holies. Isn't that awesome? Everything he he has for you, everything he did for you, you know, look to the cross. That that is proof that he's already done it and that we have this life of freedom and abundance because he's already died to give us this life. We don't have to wallow in shame and sin and guilt. We can receive freely from the foot of the cross as it flows freely. And that includes this abundant life that we're talking about. So again, my name is Michelle Thielen. You can find me at michellethielen.com. You can find me at yogafaith.org. Find me, connect with me, subscribe to YouTube or SoundCloud. We put our podcasts on SoundCloud and iTunes. So anytime we get a new one or uh, prayer acclamations just like this, we will put them on there. It's not always me. Uh, YouTube, we turn them into videos too. So whatever your fancy is, we try to make God's word and truth available to all people freely and uh, just love to connect with you, hear from you, share your testimony, whatever it is. God is a good, good God. And anytime we can talk about that, uh, that's my jam. So I love you and God loves you so much more. And I hope to talk to you soon. Bye.